another week. Here we are. And um, Aaron, what are we drinking today? Well, you know, um, just like college kids, just like um, mm-hmm. probably Lord in the summertime. Straight people. Straight people. This this episode's for our straight our straight listeners. Really. Yeah, th- really, honestly. Yeah. Um, we are drinking the classic bl- Bud Light with lime. Bud Light. Have you ever had? No, I. But you know what? You said you had them in the fridge today, and I was like, I want to crack a bud with my boys. You got. You got it. You got to be cracking that those buds. Very straight. Energy. I cracked a little bud. Oh. Before the pod. Wink, wink. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Um, I'll have to say that like a Bud Light lime is just like. Very easy to drink. I can mm-hmm. see how you could drink like a, a 12 pack and be like, well, that was fun. I have to say it's quite refreshing. Very refreshing. That's right. Honestly, I could see the pendulum swinging at some point from the seltzer mm-hmm. back to the beer, like to the light oh, beer. Oh, I mean, that's typically how things go in and out of vogue. I mean, for real, for real. <laughs> that's right. But there, there is currently, I think it's like with, with the wine community the wine industry they yeah, are they're yeah. like uh-oh seltzers oh yeah they're like stocks going down <laughs> they're like who's gonna be buying our expensive wine now when the seltzers are a dollar oh, a piece god i what are you gonna do i'll just drink wine with adele <laughs> with adele with adele that's how you say or it. drink wine which is like I still hate that song title by the way i don't think it matches the song it doesn't at all but what you was know she what thinking? she was just trying to be like a wow factor going into yeah. the album of like, she has a song called I Drink Wine that's so relatable. And you know what she would say to us, critiquing her? It's my album. That's what <laughs> she would say. Just like that. It's a very personal... I can't do it. <laughs> that was... You know, we'll keep working on it. We're, we're, uh, we're, we gotta keep working on it. Um, <laughs> Simon, how have you been? What's new? Oh, I've been so good. I have to say, I went to the Cannons concert recently. They were at Fine Line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And I know we've chatted about Canons a bit, you know, we're like... And I've seen Canons. And you've seen Canon Lives, yeah. and your your report was... Pretty lackluster stage Lackluster presence. stage presence. Very. I will say, I did go see them a few months ago. They opened for someone, and I will say there's been improvement. Okay. We're okay. trending in the positive. Yeah, I remember, like, you. so you texted me um, on, like, Thursday being like, oh my gosh... The Cannons concert mm. on Friday, and mm. I was like, <laughs> "You didn't, you didn't give any other context," and, and I was yeah. like, um, "I don't, I can't tell you how often I use that damn iMessage search feature." So I typed oh. in Cannons, and I looked yeah. for like yeah. all our different like conversations with Cannons, and I saw there was one that was like, "You interested in going here?" And I and I clicked <laughs> on it, and I was like, "Did I say yes? Did I say yes? I hope I didn't say yes." <laughs> you, you didn't. Don't I worry. did. I didn't say yes. I didn't say <laughs> yes. But it was like that nervousness of like. Did I commit to something I shouldn't mm. have? But I did see our guests there as well. So, you know, oh. taste. 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 But I, I, I asked him, and we'll bring him in in a second. I asked him, are you a fan of Cannons? <laughs> he said no. Yeah, no, that's all right. That's all right. Sometimes that's you just go to the right. concert just because you want to go to no, the concert. No, why not? Maybe it's the opener? I don't, who knows? Maybe. I missed him, so I couldn't say. But, uh, yeah. How have you fun. been? Uh, work's finally getting better, um, but I'd say like the the highlight since we last talked is on Sunday I went to um, this place called Farmer's Bar and Kitchen. It's over by the Guthrie. I've seen this. It 
it was like an event kind of oh. thing with tons of local farmers where like all of like the... real farmers like overalls oh, you, you better believe the straw hats <laughs> okay. they, they were they were in character okay cowboy but they um the entire it was like a four course thing and all of the meals were as local sourced as possible like obviously okay. you can't get blueberries right now right and so if blueberries were a part of it not there but mm-hmm. so 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 good okay it was just worth the money even though it was also like i've it never was probably pretty expensive it was like 135 <laughs> oh which okay. is like kind of yeah i've just never done one of those but like i would do it again yeah you know like that was fun it was fine yeah. and it made my monday really really hard because anders guest of the pod oh, kept buying bottles of wine and i was like we pre-gamed at <laughs> eagle anders what how drunk do we need to be here well sunday Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day. That's what they call it. And now I know why. And now, <laughs> now I know, I know why. why. And w- what are we reviewing? Who Who's here helping us break it down? Yeah, so I just want to lay the scene for you here. There, um, last week we had Kelsey Full review um, Bonnie Wright. Bonnie. Um, throwback album. Mm-hmm. But Kelsey was a big fan of Bonnie, which is a big reason why we wanted to have her on. Absolutely. And there's always two different camps that we try and shoot for with our with our guests. There's the the guests that are like, we just have to have you because we think your commentary is going to be so good. Mm-hmm. And then we mm-hmm. also have we have guests that like are subject matter experts mm-hmm. on an artist. And sometimes you get both in one. Sometimes you get both in one. <laughs> but this like. Uh, Ever since I've known this guest, I feel like it has been Charlie XEX tattooed all over his body. Absolutely. And like every other word is Charlie XEX. Charlie. Maybe not that extreme, yeah. but like I I don't know. I think he has seen Charlie probably double as many times as I've seen any other artist. Betty Who oh, yeah. 11 times. Peep, uh, peep the Insta story on a given day. There's a good chance that it's at a, at a Charlie, Charlie concert. At a Charlie concert. <laughs> and so when we, uh, when Charlie XCX uh, announced that she was going to be releasing her latest album, Crash, there's <sighs> only one person we could possibly have on the pod for this one episode. One name. And that is? And that is? Grant Newsom. Grant. Grant, welcome Hello. to the pod. Hi. Uh, Grant, how many times have you seen Charlie? Um, definitely over 50. I would say around 15. I would um oh, I we, thought it was we're more on, than that. Well, we're on schedule for I think 9 this year. 8 or 9. Wow. I think wow. actually I think it's 8. But you know I'm always going for more. Like you're, we you're just added one this weekend. We we bought tickets yesterday and we're going to California this weekend. Like oh. we have to see her first crash show. <laughs> you and I to. have to be there for it. You know? That's yeah. a, that's a fan. That is a true fan. I love that. <laughs> have you like what You've seen her now 15 times. I can say for, like, Betty, who I think that her energy at a concert is electric and she puts on such a great performance. Mm-hmm. What about a Charlie concert is, like, so addicting to you? Definitely her... I mean, the way she performs is why I'm such a fan and have stayed a fan. She um, she performs like no other. She literally leaves it all out on the stage every single time. Like, her energy is unmatchable i've never seen anything like it from a live show Mm. um and literally my psa to anyone who has never seen a show of hers is go buy your tickets 
blow your bank account, do whatever you need to do. Blow your bank account. Do, do what you need to do. <laughs> do what you, you know, need to do. See her live. Um, Minneapolis gays, she's coming around, so you better When's get ready. she coming here? I, April 28th, I believe, is I'll the be, day. I will be out of town. Well, then you need to reschedule. <laughs> yeah, you better find a different date. You better fly on out and find her somewhere. I'll just see her in another city. I will tell the 29th you. 29th in Chicago. There we'll be go. there. There you go. <laughs> I will tell you that I... Um, I didn't buy tickets because I will say that like kind of a little, Charlie has always been mm. like in and out of my ear mm-hmm. oh, and there are okay. parts and pieces of Charlie that like I make my like arm hair like stand up like just. And that's why we love her. That could be good or bad. <laughs> and then there's also like songs where I'm like, okay, well this is a banger. Okay. And so, like, so I, the hair is a bad thing for you. And so, I remember that. Uh, no, yeah, it's yeah. a bad thing. Okay. Um, I remember when the when the tickets went on sale. I was like, I'm gonna wait for Crash to come out because You're she released a couple different singles mm-hmm. that were actually like full on bops. But I was like, if this is gonna be primarily what her concert's going to be, I want to make sure that I'm gonna enjoy the music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that I've listened to this album as much as I have, I'm going to be buying a ticket. I'm going to be going. Okay, all right. Y'all will be seeing me there. And if we're getting into our history with Charlie, I would say that Charlie, to me, has always been kind of like a confounding pop figure. Like, I can't really figure her out. You know what I mean? What do you mean? No. Because <laughs> I, I think there's a big, like, subsection of, of gays who, like, fucking love Charlie. Yeah, Grant being one of them. Yeah, and I've never quite been on that page of like I like a few songs by Charlie, like I Love Boys, nineteen ninety nine. You know, I think like previous to this album because I'm not going to give away how I feel yet. No, but previous to this album, I was like, I feel like for me, when she gets it right, she really gets it right, and when she gets it wrong, I'm like, oh, help me. I don't get it. I feel like the the getting it wrong. or like the hair standing up on your arms or whatever it is um, that you're hearing from Charlie yeah, is like yeah. what her super fans are obsessed with. And exactly. What makes her, yes. Right, like what makes yes. her unique from like other pop queens, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's never super mainstream. Um, uh, like experimental is the very buzzword experimental. with her. Like, yep, yep. She was like one of like the, you know, founding pop artists like hyper pop like which is yes, kind of right. taken off from yes. um, when she really hit it hard I mean she wasn't like the first person to ever do it but she was like and probably is still like the biggest artist to kind yes. of go down that route mm-hmm. right yeah um, and then going with this new album crash in her like hyper pop is dead kind <laughs> of um, I've done that seen that done that I'm gonna make a mainstream album now. Move it um, on to the next. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't she's, interesting. She's always trying to be di- do the different. Yeah. So now that people have caught up to her, she's yeah. like, "What's next, baby? Yes. Mm-hmm. What's next?" And she did, she also I think that she kind of almost a little bit resented being put in the box of hyper uh, pop when mm. when like people would say her music is that she was like, "I get that that's an easy way for you to identify for it, but like, I think I'm so much more than just that one." box you know yes i don't think she likes to be categorized or anything so like the second that that happened she was like "Eh, 180 i'm gonna make a mainstream pop album now and that's gonna be the the cool thing me and charlie are a 
um, very similar in that same. way. Very yeah, much so I would same. hate to be classified as hyper pop. <laughs> no, it's just like you don't want to do what you don't, ev- you don't anyone want the label, baby. is labeling you as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yep. get it. I get it. I kind of. She's an independent woman. I'm the person that says I'm like welcoming all the labels of like. <laughs> pe- pe- people are like when they meet me, they're like, "You're kind of weird." And I'm like, "Thanks." You know, like yeah. <laughs> that is me. That You're is right. Me. You got me right. Yeah, so one thing that I've observed, um, like, very consistently with Charlie is that, like, lover or hater, it's never boring. Definitely never boring. Never yeah. boring. What I would, what I would also uh, iterate about Charlie is, even though you may, um, like, she's almost in the same vein as when um, a pop artist will put on a, a rapper onto their track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People will throw Charlie XCX onto a track. Oh yeah, yes. yes. for the sake of like that that kind of that that funky switch in the music, partially through the song or whatever right, else like that. Right. But Charlie's also been kind of she's been in and around music since forever. Forever. I, I, yeah. I think she signed the her five album contract at sixteen. 16 yeah. Jesus. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So she's it's been thirteen years. Oh my god. So she's been around the block. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I think like. You see her involvement I, I, in everything. Mm-hmm. Like she's mm-hmm. almost at the like. At, I would say she is at the Jack Antonoff level of like. Some maybe not always being in the forefront of like her name being on every single song, but she's also like a a great music producer. Yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean she's she's a songwriter. Like so, yeah. she writes for all the major you know right. you know mm-hmm. pop kings and queens out there. Right. Um, it's, yeah, actually, like, one of the songs on her album, she, like, wanted it to be a, for Halsey, but I wouldn't like, want that. that. I am keeping this one. <laughs> I wouldn't want that either. <laughs> Very no, Sia, either. this is acting. <laughs> What's Halsey's thing? I heard she lied about being homeless or something. That, <laughs> Halsey is another person that I just... That's one that I don't get at all either. Truly. Remember when she came here for free... And I was like... And we still don't oh, know. I couldn't, no, I couldn't I be bothered. Oh, I, I know you went, but I was like, girl... It's free. I'm not going. Yeah, I did not go. It, I probably wouldn't have gone if it wasn't like everyone was going, you know? Yeah, peer pressure. I was actually at Lollapalooza once and Charlie was performing and then randomly she brought out Halsey, which made no sense because like they have, they don't work together or like there's yeah, no songs. There's been no history. Well, well they, are they, they put out a song today. Well, oh. Not that I know of. I don't know, but it was extremely weird, and no one knew who Halsey was yet. Um, and then, like the next year, Halsey like blew up, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, probably because of Charlie's. Influence. I mean, <laughs> we well, wasn't it also her. Taylor? Like, wasn't Taylor Swift like she kind of did the the Troy Sivan thing where she just like retweeted one of Halsey's albums, and everyone kind of came through? Like, oh, you know who she did that with? Girl in Red. I she believe. probably did. Yeah, yeah, but like Simon Troy Sivan. She hasn't would not done that be... to Bop or Flop. <laughs> Come on, do, well, prob- do something we were, with your life. Probably because we don't like review our albums anymore. <laughs> We've done like five, haven't we? Two. We've done okay. two. But like, Close. little known fact, like Troy Sivan would not be anywhere near as popular or mainstream if it was not for Taylor Swift. <sighs> like Which... as much as you wanna, you wanna like groan about it. She also has like Whatever. propped up. She's used her platform to bring up so many different artists. Okay, well, but no. I will make a caveat as well because oh. I'm a huge Troy, Troy fan as well. Like, love Troy. The Troy, like, I see, like, these queer artists, like, um, Troy and, like, Kim Petras, you know, like, 
like their labels are pushing them hard. Like they give oh, yeah. them money and they push and oh, they yeah. they know that they'll find success if they fund that. That's something that Charlie's never had. And it's oh, weird true. to me. Like yeah. it's weird that they've never given her the dollar to like do her own thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's because like she does kind of fight the norm and like I to go against every rule in the book. Right. To pull a quote from um Real Housewife of Melbourne, if you've seen it. Um, no. That's in Australia, for those of you who don't know. Um, I have a feeling she ruffles some feathers. Yes. And yeah. That's, that's she, what I want. She's very opinionated, <laughs> very strong. Um, right. We watched, you know, the, the Zane Lowe interview. And you can just tell from the way her energy that she's not going to compromise on her vision, like, at all, I, it feels like. I, I would say, though, that with... The way she was describing Crash was very much, uh, okay, fine, I'm going to lean in. I think her biggest, like, I think the reason why she never got the funding and whatever else is because she was like, I don't want you to mold me into this, totally. that, or the other thing. And I think totally. that the difference is the, the Kim Petra said, mold me however the oh, fuck you uh, want. Kim, Kim said, it's let's I mean, do it. Oh, it's, it's, I love it. I mean, every, every gay out there is like, give me more, give me more, like. Literally, I've said this so many times. If you told me in an expose that Kim lip syncs every concert, I'd be like, "And what? Where's still going? Give me the give me the link the concert to hear her sing. Give me the link for the next tour. I'm ready to go. Like it's such a party every time. Oh, I would. But that's what I would. I would say a Charlie concert puts Kim concert to shame. I don't think that's very hard. No, to do. no, but even no. energy wise, energy wise. Okay, guys, I didn't. I didn't want to. Hundred percent. I will go there. I, I came. I didn't want to go here tonight, but I do have to reveal that I do think the worst concert I've ever been to was the Charlie concert at First Off. Now, wait, that's a clickbait headline. Okay. Okay. Was this the Charlie tour? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you are just not a fan then. <laughs> that's true, probably. Um, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. There is some context to that. I did work till like 7.30 that day and I'd been doing so consistently for like a month. So I was kind of grumpy and then I took an edible that did not agree with me, which never happens. Right. Shocking. And the energy was a little weird around me just in the like immediate circle. So I feel like all of these things were working against Charlie that night. And then no one warned me that this white woman was going to start rapping. No one told me that. Oh, the opener? No, it was Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, I didn't see this coming. And I was like, why is she rapping? What's going on? And that was at the beginning of the concert. Grant, does she rap? I'm trying to think of like what the beginning of the Charlie tour was like. And I couldn't tell you either. Rapping? No. I mean, like a lot of her, um, like the way she writes songs and sings songs, it's very repetitive. Like, like, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Like that Mm, is how she writes a song. And it's like. Like, there's jokes all on the internet. Like, Lyrical Genius. It's, like, a full song, a three, <laughs> three and a half minute, four minute song, and it's two words. Repeating. Love that. But, like, yeah. that is Shake the shit. Off. Like, the <laughs> fans, they eat that shit up. Like, yeah. fork, knife, spoon, in all day. Like, mm-hmm. they love it. And yeah. she loves that, too. And, like, that's what... I mean, her, her, like, real, like, fans from, like, back in the day, like, if, if you're ever, like, up close, like, in the stage or any... I don't know. It's just insane. It's... Nothing like I've ever experienced at a concert. Interesting. I, I, I imagine it's almost a little bit like a mosh pit. It is, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, the amount of energy and the jumping and, like, the, the holler and hootenanny. But I don't feel like you're... 
I don't feel like singing along is probably. It's, it's probably more like screaming along. It's screaming. <laughs> Absolute scream fest. Like videos of like any Vroom Vroom song oh, she's yeah. ever performed. Like mm-hmm. her fans go absolutely apeshit. Vroom yeah. Vroom EP. I have to ask. Um, you said you've been to like 15 ish shows. Was one of them the show she put on, on Minecraft? I did go to that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I was in Denver when that we happened. Love. I was at my sister's house. Um, it's Tell me what it was like. birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Uh, when we're recording or when it comes out? <laughs> Literally recording right now. Oh, okay. um, well, that's less special. Well, I don't know when this is coming Happy out. birthday <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> it's same day upload. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I remember. That one was weird. That one was extremely weird. Yeah. That was peak COVID. Like, oh no one knew what was going on. But that was, like, iconic. We were watching, like... Oh yeah! Little characters jump around on a computer screen. <laughs> I would love videos. that. It was so good. I have yet to like attend a virtual concert, and there were so many that happened. I don't know. That seems like my bag. I don't know. Like I, I, I think it, the Minecraft concert to me, like is Ariana like the, did one on Fortnite. Like it's a thing, you know. But I feel, I feel like Ariana did it after one. And well, two, yeah. and, and and two, I think that it's like the perfect encapsulation of of Charlie. <laughs> a little bit of like, yeah. I'm gonna do things my way. I'm gonna do things differently, and mm. I'm gonna like. I think one of the the. I was thinking about this a lot, and like Charlie truly did create a huge genre of pop that wouldn't be here or popular without her, and she did so without any of the the support of her label. Yeah. During COVID. During During COVID. COVID. She like, and yeah, like I think this is where you're going. Like she kind of like created the COVID music scene in a way. Like she was like the first one to be like, I'm making an album. And not only did she made that shit. And people loved it. (laughs) Weeks. Yeah. Okay. From start to finish with nothing. And she involved her fans in it too. Like we would get on zoom calls and she'd be like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And it was amazing. It was, it was, Iconic, as Charlie would say. Okay, so I did want to ask, like, I did mean to segue the concert experience, because I think that was in the Charlie era, Mm -hmm. I think. Which, by the way, Charlie album 2019, probably my favorite, like, everything she does from an artistic perspective, like, art direction, is really fucking cool. And I loved the cover art and the promo art for that album, with the, like metallic snake thing going on so fucking cool but i went back in preparation for this i went back and i've listened to charlie albums like like sporadically here and there but i went through and i listened from uh, number one angel up through um how i'm feeling or what's it called how i'm feeling now how i'm feeling now and i like as she got more like hyper pop weird i felt like i got it less so i feel like i really liked number one angel and kind of like petered off as we got closer to crash. Right. But I, I feel like the fans were the opposite. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. It right. is the exact opposite. Totally. Right. So totally like when she was, I mean, when she was introducing this album, like she was introducing it as her sellout era, like mm-hmm. I'm going to make a like, you know, iconic pop album. And right. it didn't really, I don't necessarily think of it that way. Like she mm-hmm. definitely put her unique spin on it. It's like all eighties. Like it's not, like what other artists are doing right now in a way. I mean, similarly, right. like, I, I mean, well, like Dua Lipa, like 80s-ish. But I, think, I think that they're all kind of doing it, but she did a Charlie like, spin on it. Yeah. It's like... I would agree with yes. that, yeah. It yeah. definitely still feels authentically different. Yeah. It yeah. still has like the, the, the 
the jarring sounds here and there throughout. Here and there, yeah. It's a lot less sparse than what, um, I guess, what we would be used to. Like, Pop 2, for instance, the whole thing, like, front to back is insane in your face. Like, weird shit you've never heard before. And, like, that (laughs) is her best piece of work, in my opinion. I was going to ask, what is your... And all of, like, the critics and all the, like... Mega fans will say that. And then How from, I'm Feeling Now. From number one angel to How I'm Feeling Now, what's your rank? Pop 2's at the top, for sure. Um, I love How I'm Feeling Now. It was just, like, it's so unique in its own way. Like, no no one's done that, you mm-hmm. know, create an album. Like, including their fans, all virtually, all during a pandemic. Like, Announced it before you even had started exactly, writing it. Exactly, yeah. Like, I'm making this. It's this day, uh, May 15th, it'll be done. That's and then, crazy. like, having to figure it out in the moment. That's nuts. Um, and then not having like any of like her producers or no one was around her at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's almost on its own. Like yeah. not even, it's hard to rank that one because it's, it's so more of an appreciation it's of appreciation. the work that was created, yes. not necessarily the music. And I do love the music on it too though. So like though I'd say pop two and how I'm feeling now are like tied at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and then crashes right underneath that. I love this album. Sorry. Oh. Oh. Getting into it. <laughs> but what Getting about... It. And then, <laughs> Probably not a spoiler, considering... Like, then, wait, I mean, yeah. I I'm not going to not like it. <laughs> I want to know Charlie versus Number One Angel. With Charlie, for sure. Yeah. And wow. then Number okay, One Angel. Literally, like, the exact opposite. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Huh. I, cu- I couldn't rank them, because I feel like I've not listened to any of them outside of this yeah. one. I'd be curious to... If you were more similar to me or... Grant. I think I'm episode. probably more similar to you, mm-hmm. Simon. Maybe, maybe. Because I think that like I can appreciate the wackadoo. I can appreciate kind of the experimental. I can appreciate like that, but it's not for me. It's yeah. the same thing with like Alana Del Rey, where it's like I can understand why people can find enjoyment out of it, but mm-hmm. it's also just not my cup of tea. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. like. And I similarly like in the moments in like pop to and how I'm feeling now like truly some of those songs I'm like just replace like waterboarding with this and you're good to go mama the secrets are out but even though like some of those moments are not for me at all like I much more appreciate an album like this where she's clearly doing things that no one else is doing and just trying them and seeing what works for her and like other people aren't doing that and I think yeah. that's, like, what a true creative should do. You Absolutely. know, like, push the limits and try new Absolutely. things and not fit a mold. And that's what I love about her, you know? Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's always new. It's nothing to be expected in right. a way. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know what she's going to do next. And Never that's what boring. I love about it. Right. Never, Never boring. boring. Back yeah. when I was in high school, um, I ran for student body president. With, Shocker. With, with <laughs> Did my, you get it? With my gal pal, Ava. <laughs> no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> so it's a no. <laughs> There's, we're still tallying the votes. Well, you're talking to a, a former student body president here. So. Oh, are you? Okay. What? Yes. Okay. No, but like, I, what we ended up doing is I, we had like a debate with the other, um, other, stu- like other candidates or whatever Those else sluts. and they asked like if you were a kitchen appliance what kitchen appliance would you be and i said that i Vitamix. i would be a absolutely i would be a faucet because i would be pouring out lots and lots and lots of ideas and the ones that are the good ones you scoop up with your glass and you can drink but the other ones just can go fall to the floor but how do you know what's the good the good water well, you get to just, you get to like decide like I'm just flowing oh. tons of ideas and you get to pick oh. with, and I feel like that's oh. almost kind of okay. 
in a weird way, that's Charlie's way of doing music too. Is mm-hmm. she just is like, I'm gonna put out all of this stuff. I'm gonna see what like go in tons of different directions, experiment the shit out of things, mm-hmm. and just kind of see what people are enjoying, what they're not enjoying, and kind of be able to tailor via that. And I think um, that's kind of a really cool thing that's going to make it so there's going to be a lot of songs people won't like, mm-hmm. but there'll also be new veins of, of music that haven't been discovered or haven't been tapped into or haven't been kind of thought of in this way that she's now able to kind of do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just, I guess I just really appreciate Charlie, even though like this is the first album I've like actually listened to like more than once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always appreciated who she is as a person. I also appreciate like, I've always been able to see how much she cares about her fans. Yeah. Like, oh my God. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Like She's... that is her lifeblood is like her fans. And whether you're talking about like the zoom calls or the Minecraft. <laughs> Can you imagine thing. Beyonce getting on a zoom with her fans? And like, Hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of my album idea? Or even, even there's, there's the, um, there's her holding up some poppers and saying gay rights. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic. You know, like she was, it I think was. probably, <laughs> one of the first celebrities that kind of had that go viral a little bit and had it be like something that she like was like, yeah, okay, I'll do this. (laughs) And now she has a Charlie branded douche for all the gays. Good for her. her. Good for her. I mean, she's going for the gays and all. I'm in the market. Areas. (laughs) I need a new one. Well, I'll send you the link. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get you one on Saturday. Um, I will just say that I also ran for class president in third grade, and I third grade. third grade, third grade, third grade. This is third grade. Oh my god! We started early with politics. Um, yeah. wow. Still involved. Still involved. I, I did lose out to um, dear friend uh, <laughs> Carrie Cahoon. That bitch. Shout out to Carrie if you're listening. <laughs> that bitch brought M and M's on the day of the See, election. You gotta bring uh, treats. You have See, that's to. Well, no that one told illegal. me that. That is illegal. Well, it wasn't not in fucking elementary school. It wasn't at Echo Park <laughs> Elementary. So. <laughs> She won the election, and now she has worked on the Hill, so that'll tell you something. Oh, my. <laughs> she was destined for politics. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that we were the, the crowd favorite, but no, we didn't win. Mm, usually the crowd favorite wins the election. No, but it's like, no, unless, no. Unless you're a Democrat those no. three years or whatever it was when they won the popular vote. You know, sometimes they band together. Sometimes they try and sabotage. Sabotage. That's Some, true. Sometimes there's unfair advantages that are given. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, maybe this person was a class president before running for student body president. Wow. Mm. And maybe that, that gave him a little bit of a... It was a reigning title, just year after year. I didn't know you guys into this. I just keep doing it. What I also... So, um... One of the other things that was a, a, a theme throughout the album, not the album, but her career, has been cars. Cars, 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 yes. Is she um, into a luxury vehicle? Well, Grant, can she, you, I can think you she explain? wants to be into the luxury vehicles. Oh, but okay. Funny thing, actually, like, um, during her Charlie era, like, Charlie album, mm-hmm. she has a song called White Mercedes, and, like, for the video, oh. she, like, contacted Mercedes and was like, can we use a Mercedes and like we're gonna light it on fire we're gonna hang it from a rope and they're like 
No. Hell no. <laughs> They're like, absolutely not. So it's like this shitty little white car. It's so funny. But like, yes, you will see cars over and over again. Um, and the reference, vroom, 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 vroom. I mean, there's cars all over the place. Like in the Gone video, they're dancing on a car the whole time. I will I mean, say, that white Mercedes song, there's a remix of it. That was my number two song of like 2019, I think, when that came out. And I was like, this is fucking incredible. It's it so is. good. So That's even, a good song. Even albums I don't like, there's still a couple out there that I picked out. And I'm like, oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah, she loves a good car. Yeah. Grant, do you is there like love a story that behind that? Do we know? <laughs> um, I don't think there's any like true like meaning why she references cars so much. Um, but she definitely lets us know that she likes cars and likes she to write about cars. cars and like Right. I don't know if there's any like true reason why she does that. But it is like a reoccurring theme, mm. and it's well, cars seems are... to not be going anywhere. <laughs> Crash the album. It's done right. now. Like it wasn't Good supposed point. to be called Crash, and Good she's point. like, no, I just need to like bring it back to the car. <laughs> like we're Gotta calling bring... it Crash. See, I'm gonna I call mean, it Crash, I and mean... it's because it's, it references the car. <laughs> you know, in film and media, cars are rather sexy. They are typically and she's sexy, and she's sexy. I mean, the imagery on this album—it's quite is hot, spicy. One thousand out of ten. Yeah. It's, it's probably really my favorite part it's of really the whole good. thing is like the imagery and like well this is also all like of the promo it's so good her only album that she like the songs she's doing choreographed dances to yes, like she's yes. legitimately like okay. really leaning into <laughs> that's another thing that we must discuss did any of you watch the baby SNL performance oh, yes of course um, okay. a thousand times did you not get Allie from A Star Is Born vibes no I don't know what that is. <laughs> I didn't. So I, my answer's no. I didn't. I didn't get that vibe. But what I'll tell you is that now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it yes, is very, very yes. that. But that, like, I, I think that that kind of is a great kind of connecting point. I'm not mad at it. No, because I it's, think it's, it's funny, and I think she's like self-aware. Allie Maine in A Star Is Born was like corporatized. Yes, and this like, was oh, Allie okay. sold out in A Star Is Born. Oh, okay. And they I, made her do like choreographed yeah. dances. That's where like love, not love money party, what was it called? Um, hair body, what, what? Hair body hair face. Body face. And then, what do I need to do that, do that, do that, do that, do that to me? That's what I thought of when I watched the baby performance. But, but it's, it's very, it's, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Allie Mae. And it's very like, it was like the baby performance, like two, like multiple backup two dancers, dancers, really yep. tight choreo. Yeah, it was uh, like, the choreo was in sync with her backup oh, dancers. Oh yeah, I was like blown away. She, um, she rehearsed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. She was in the studio. <laughs> if I was a pop star, you could not get me to do that. Oh, I would do it. I don't know. Well, I'm a man in America, so <laughs> I have to do a lot less. A lot less. <laughs> a lot less. Um, speaking of cars... Mm-hmm. What was everyone's first car? What's their car memory? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. 99 I mean, Nissan Maxima Gold. And, uh... It was a piece of shit, but I loved it. it how great. long did you have it? Like, three years. Did you name it? No. I'm not one of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't get close to my car. No, me. In that way. I, my <laughs> first car I did, and then I, ever since, not really. What was your first... The name of your first... So, um, first car was my grandma's old car. It was a, That's how it goes sometimes, I yeah. I think it was a 97 Mercury Sable GS. <laughs> that's, yeah, oh, that's a classic Mercury. old person. <laughs> Lit- literally, like... What'd you name it? Second- Agnes? <laughs> <laughs> Just, 
the second day after driving it, I um, ended up turning into a different car, and it got <laughs> oh a huge scrape on the side of it. Oh, and you know, well, they are unwieldy cars. <laughs> I just didn't really know what I was doing. That's um, okay. But there, I remember I was watching real... Um, wasn't real world. It was... True Life? Is that a show? Yes. yes. True Life. We, we were watching right, something, whatever. <laughs> I'm a and I'm a Charlie fan. Yeah. And we were watching it, and there was a, a family that had the same car as me. The Mercury Sable. And it was owned by this guy named Montez. Montez. And so, so my did car you name it Montez? My, my car's name was Montez. That's Aww. a fun that's a fun story. I like that. And kind of super, and, and then, and then um, because my grandma is like obviously like old and probably conservative, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There was a bumper sticker that I never took off, like from like the the the, the window that said, "Freedom isn't free." <laughs> damn right, Reagan. <laughs> You're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> I was like, I can I can relate yeah. to this. Yeah. Grant, just, what about you? Just throw a Reagan sticker on uh, your I mean, a fan. You know, my first car was like my best car. I have a. I am similar to Charlie, where I have a thing for cars, but my cars oh. are like shit cars. I have never not had a shit car, kind I of on purpose, like. I think shit it's cars very are much best. so yeah. on purpose. Like right now, I'm driving a 2002 PT Cruiser. Like that is hilarious. <laughs> I drove four hours to go get my PT Cruiser, and I mean, I hate it. Oh my god, I need to get rid of it. But I love shitty, weird cars. Um, you that, know what? I mean, that's Just, what I'm driving now. <laughs> I mean this in the best way. Aesthetically, that makes so much sense for Grant. I just I wanted to like tear up the fucking roads in that thing. So you're the one do leaving all of like the the donuts, the, the donuts, the, the answers. Yes. <laughs> you hear a honk honk, and that PT cruiser goes by. Like, There's Grant again, causing trouble. <laughs> yeah. Stay off the streets, Minneapolis. Stay off the streets. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to get rid of it and get like a giant like old van. I th- I now like a VW that. van or like what I, kind I of van? I love VW van. Okay. I want you to have like a like a Mercury like, old, like yeah like yeah. old Mercury like huge shag van like oh my uh, god the ones where like the back seats turn or yes, whatever and like shag carpet and mm. like all of it huge like tire okay. in the back yeah okay well keep us updated I want to I will I want to know <laughs> if that happens <laughs> Grant so. Maybe transitioning a little bit more into topic of album. Let's do it. General thoughts. This the other things that this kind of album brings to that that she mentioned is this is the the last of her five um, album, uh, a, like record Stitch. deal with with her. Um, what do you call it? Her label. Her label. Yeah. And to me, I kind of wonder if the the name Crash is given to her or given to the album because it's kind of, she's been driving through these, these five albums and this is the end. This is the crash. And what I kind of like it when in a Zane Lowen interview, she was very much kind of talking about how, um, sorry, we, we are, um, we're trying to, to, to double task here a little bit. We're getting new beverageinos. New, new bevies. <laughs> new bevies. I was trying to be really sexy and you were doing pretty good. I was just I was just getting distracted. ADD. Thank you. you I know, mean, I drinks was, come first. Before. I was recruited by the CIA, and I, I said no, <laughs> no, <laughs> just like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, but she, in the Zane, in, uh, Zane Lowe interview, she was talking about how. <sighs> wow. <sighs> just cracking another bud with the bud. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Bud Light, Bud Light Lime. Lime. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 
she kind of felt like she was having a little bit of an existential crisis about what to do after these five, these five albums. And I kind of wonder, what do you think she's going to do next? And do you like, it's the way she described it was like, I need to take a break from music and kind of do other avenues of creativity for a while. Mm -hmm. I hope that's not the case. (laughs) Obviously like I want, you know, her to keep going with music and I want new content immediately, but I kind of hope she goes independent and like, doesn't go with a label. I mean, the girl needs money for that, but I think the thing is, I think that's like, that is her. Like she needs to do what she wants and needs to do. The thing is, no restriction. She's not, she might not have the same, um, kind of power behind her to like amplify her songs, etc. But I think when you, if you have a loyal fan base, it doesn't really matter. And I think that mm-hmm. Charlie's proven day in, day out that she has a very loyal fan base. And bottom line is, is the tours, the concerts is where you make the money. Mm-hmm. Well, and you got Grant buying nine tickets a year. <laughs> the full paycheck goes to Charlie. <laughs> it, it, it sells out solely because of Grant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I buy the remaining tickets at every show <laughs> just so I can say sold out. <laughs> if it doesn't say sold out, I'm not there. That's right. Uh, no, but I, I, um, I would love for her to go independent and I don't know if that's the case. It probably won't happen, but um, she is so connected in the music like scene. Like I think right. she could make it. She, I mean, she has written for so many people. She is constantly working with new producers and like collabing with tons and tons of artists. Um, I, feel I like think it could just, be successful for her. Just like generally, if I like any recording artist is like, Hey, Charlie reached out. She wants to work with you. It'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me, of course, maybe it won't, wouldn't work out, but like, but it'd be a fun session. I'd want to be, yeah. Entertain the session and go like, what is the sound? Like, how do we work together? Like maybe I'll use it later. So I don't like, I agree with you, Grant, that, that I think independent would, is probably aspirational for almost every artist. Yes. 100%. But I, I think that the nice thing is, is that she probably doesn't need to worry about success or money being an independent artist because she is so talented at all the other parts of music that mm-hmm. she can like you can make like tens of thousands of dollars for writing a, a pop song for a different artist right mm-hmm. like when you sell yeah. it to someone or whatever else you make a good chunk of money so she's gonna always continue to be able to be well off and be able to probably fund her music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I think she's probably gonna get discouraged about is is whether or not it be she realizes that it doesn't get the same reach mm. when she's not on a label. But I think that's kind Potentially, of... Potentially, yes. But I also feel like her label's never pushed her, so... That's true. Like, I feel like she's always kind of been on her own, in a way. Mm. So I, I feel like this album got promo. It definitely did. Like, she had a much larger budget for, like, this. Like, you can tell. And I feel right. like I've been reading that and seeing that. So, that's nice to see, but... I don't know. I think she could do it with without it anyway. No, but you know what? She is a smart lady. She could go on a big She's... label and then have some incredible falling out a couple years in or something. And she worked the contract in a way where she, there's a loophole and she gets out of it. And then it's a great PR story and she goes independent. I, I think I, Charlie, I'm available for hire. <laughs> Simon's a lawyer. By the yep. way. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's talking I about. I was here. thinking something a little more creative, like a consultant, but <laughs> mm, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've got Aaron thinking, so <laughs> I must be onto something. I didn't know it's more of a last train of thought, I think. <laughs> I don't know where we are. How do we bring it back? Let's How go we right back? into the album. Where, yeah. what's next? What, where do we go with this conversation in terms of the album? Well, I think it's really interesting how we've been chatting about like she kind of built this pop movement and then once the rest of the pop world caught up she said great now I have to do something else I'm gonna do a more mainstream album and it's like honestly with this episode it kind of took the things that I like about Charlie from each episode and took those things refined it and put it into an album and I think she created a really fucking good package here mm-hmm. it's a good package it's a good package what, what i would <laughs> what i would say about it too is album clocks in at a solid 34 minutes it is a tiktok gen z 12, era album 12 i love i sure. love when in the, in the zane in interviews she's like oh uh i don't really understand why and i'm like girl you know why the yeah. two minute, three minute songs She's are becoming being popular. A little coy, sure. a little coy. But what I will say is, I think that Charlie has been doing the two minute songs before TikTok was a thing. Yeah. Like Charlie has been, I think, because she's iconic pop, iconic pop. I love it, right? Like yeah. she did, she oh, did yeah. that one. Yeah, that song is like I think actually like a minute fifty <laughs> seconds or something like is that. Is it really? It's like legit one of the shortest hmm. kind of big pop songs. Huh. And I think that's actually probably where I first heard Charlie. Not yes. fancy. No, I think it was I love it. Okay, all right. But fancy, I mean, I that, mean, that music video was iconic because because it took from something iconic. Clueless. Clueless. Yeah, man. So of fucking course. good. So like, good. Literally just and w- back in the day before I had seen Clueless, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like Iggy Azalea? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is this nonsense?" But now I'm like, "Yeah, all right, all right." I get it. Yeah. This is iconic. Like, Iggy, you did some good mm-hmm. work here. I still don't yeah. know if I'd listen to you ever, but <laughs> that was the peak for me, for her. <laughs> I mean, well, well. Everything's been downhill since then. It's been an interesting journey for Iggy. We'll say that. Say she, that. She is somewhere. She's somewhere. She is somewhere. Yeah. Um, album, beginning to end, you were saying it was kind of like, take the best of all the yeah. other albums and bring it into to one. Mm-hmm. I think that for me... Um, this album, I typically like try and listen to it at the gym and I listen to it a couple other times throughout the, the, Mm. um, the week leading in. And I would say definitely not a gym album. Like, I don't think that you would, this is like a steady drum beat of pop, bop, 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 Yeah. Some sort of like, you know, four times beat or whatever you call that. There's definitely range. There's definitely the ups, the downs. It is it still has, and I think the reason why is because it still has some of the the, the chaos that, that Charlie infuses in her music, yeah. or mm-hmm. like the, I don't know what... Like quote-unquote destructive aspects or whatever. Right. Yeah. It still has those, so it's not necessarily a gym album, but I do think that it it is one of the most perfect Charlie albums of what... A great way to end a five-album a five album deal, a great way to be able to... Um, kind of sign off a nice little bow and I think probably the smart a smart move to be able to go this is gonna get some um critical acclaim and it's going to get some attention so Mm -hmm. when I do go independent next year or whenever I have a solid base to kind of be riding off of Mm -hmm. or to say to major record labels go anywhere else hello hello (laughs) look what I can do look at the package (laughs) look at the package I mean it's so 
it's so her big. package is so big and diverse. Honestly, it's, girthy. it's so, so big. like it's, it's all over the place. It shows oh, that she can do. She doesn't disappoint at all. That's right. She, she delivers. Does you take it and you, you're happy yeah. about it. And you say thank you. You say, "Ooh, that might have hurt a little bit, but now it feels good." You say, "Wham bam, thank you." <laughs> and I do say thank you. Grand, you mentioned that this is um, right under top two, so this is kind of in that that third place mark. Yeah. What are the pros and cons? What are like the what are the things you liked about this album? What are the things that maybe didn't didn't jive with you as well? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I was a little apprehensive at first when, like, she was coming out with, like, this whole concept. Like, sell, like basically, she's like, I'm selling my soul. Like, I'm dying on March 18th. <laughs> like, she, her, one of her first promo pieces for this album was way back in August. She posted a tombstone with the death date of March 18th. Like, she was not... <laughs> She was presenting it as, like, an unhappy, like... Like, this is the end of my career, babe. Yeah, like, end of my career, I'm selling out. And that's what she kind of referred to it as throughout. Like, this is her sellout era. She does like, have she a knew, for the drama. Yeah. I, oh, she loves the drama. She Who doesn't love the drama? the drama? But she was, like... She was kind of maybe, like, letting her fans know that this wouldn't be, like, the best for them, maybe? Well, there's, but no. I think overall, everyone's happy by this album. And so yeah, there is something to say with really putting people's expectations super low. Yeah, and then releasing this. And right? that, like, I think it absolutely worked. Yeah. So I was like super apprehensive, um, especially when she was saying like hyperpop is dying, like it's dead. I'm no longer a part of that. Like I'm selling out. I'm doing a major pop album. I was like, ugh. <laughs> I get that though, because uh, we get very attached can, to our ladies of pop. Yeah, and I can get that from all these other artists. Lady you know? Gaga, Joanne. Exactly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I remember walking into work the day Joanne came out. I hadn't listened to the album yet, and I was like, I think I'm going to fucking hate this. And yeah. I'm really upset about it. <laughs> but then you go into it, and you're like, I. And I fucking love A it. genius, like an, an artist that. An artist is yeah. an artist, you know, and if yeah. they if they if they want to put something out that's a little bit different, like believe them and ride with them. Mm-hmm. I think, candidly, me with Solar Power still like I, I love Solar Power. I'm gonna have to go back oh and God. listen. I did bop it, uh, right? You did I think bop I it. You bopped it. it. Okay, I forget sometimes. Um, I did bop that one. I have to go back and listen. It's been a while. It are is... you going to see her? Oh yeah, okay. we are going to see. Oh her. yeah, well I will that's see so you fun. there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be so fun. I. Simon, I, I have to like go through my, this is another thing I have to go through my messages for because yeah, I feel yeah. like I don't remember who I've given tickets to. Oh, sure. Like, I, I promise you gave me one. I know. I know. I know. I probably did. But like, I'm like, <laughs> I always get super stingy about tickets at a certain point. Cause I'm like, did I promise? Right. Who did I promise the ticket to? Yeah. And so like, I haven't mentioned it to like anyone. You got to start doing like a note in your phone. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. You're usually pretty organized that way, Aaron. I'm surprised. I think it's because it was, um, I think the, the tour was announced like a year ago. Yes. I mean, it was a while ago. Yeah. And it was I, a while ago. And I was being stingy because I didn't know if I was going to be here. Sure. And I also was like, this is sold out. So who am I going to be friends with and for? <laughs> it's hard to predict. <laughs> you know, like it just is like, this is a long time to go. But I like, I think I'm a pretty solid Oh, you're a solid. There. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, it was just like, people were mentioning like, oh, I didn't get tickets. And I was like, can you imagine if we had a, up. Okay, right. Like, can you imagine if we had a falling out and we still 
like committed to do this podcast together. <laughs> It'd be a tough. It'd be tough. Sometimes yeah. things fall out. Oh, you know? There you go. Fifth Harmony, Little Mix, <laughs> One Direction. There's a long history of that in this business. <laughs> the podcasting the industry. The podcasting industry. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so album as a whole, I think for me, this is a bop. Absolutely. It, mm-hmm. But what I... Grant, before we... Before... I mean, obviously, you've kind of told us it's, you're, it's a bop, but like, yeah. what, it, outside of Charlie, what would be a bop of an album for you? What is the, oh what is, what is, what's the criteria? And let, just listen to your heart. Don't think too I hard. I mean, I think it's really simple. It's like, after hearing an album, do you want to listen to it again? So simple. Like, do you want to go back for more? Does it yeah. leave you hungry for more? Also one of my criteria. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I think, for me, it's always been... Um, if, if I go back and want to listen to the album, then it's a bop. Mm-hmm. If I want to go back and I'm going to pull out the three or four songs I like and put them on a playlist, yep. not a bop. That just is like, take the couple songs and yep. leave. You know what I mean? Yes. And are you, are you someone that listens to albums? Is that like your preferred method? Or are you someone that does playlists? Or what's your kind of music? I definitely... Um, I mean, I would say it's a mix, but I definitely listen to like full front to back albums. Okay. And I mean, As like, it, and when As I, intended. every time I listen to, even if I'm like, oh my God, I want to listen to one of these songs on this album, I'm starting at Crash, I'm starting at number one and I'm going to mm-hmm. listen through. Right. Because mm-hmm. it tells the story, you know? Albums tell a story and it's Absolutely. so fun to kind of see that this album did that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I was really fucking nervous for this review because, like, like we've talked about, like, Charlie's never boring. Like, I've had very strong opinions on, like, Charlie eras or just, like, certain songs in particular. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm going to fucking hate this album and I'm going to have to, like, talk about it. And I like Grant a lot and he's a super <laughs> fan, so I'm going to have to, like, let him down that I hate this artist. And, like... I, cough, cough, little Nick. Or, uh, yeah, little Nick. Uh, that was still a fun episode, despite the album flopped. Flopping. Flop hard. Sorry. Flop City. Both of them. <sighs> the holiday one and the... I mean, sorry to the fans. Sorry to the fans. I had to say it. Um, but I was just, like, so pleasantly surprised, and I'm... I'm still going to go back to old Charlie albums because I still feel like they're... Like, I want to believe that I can still have a moment with them where I'm, like... Okay, I get it. You know what I, I, I have... My theory is... And she, she said in, uh, in the Zane Lowe interview is... She was like, I was kind of making music for the future. Yeah, absolutely. That's been mm-hmm. her thing the whole time. It's yeah. like, what, like... Where is pop going to go? You know? Right. Yeah. And like, yeah. I think we probably could go back to some of those, those older albums. And mm-hmm. you, the songs that you would have thought were wackadoo are actually kind of just like, oh my gosh this is very similar to like the Caroline Polachek or this is mm-hmm. very similar to, to this, that, or that, the other artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, seeing how many like artists like went after a hyper pop route after she did it, it's like, well, you were the future. Like, right. You were the, you are the moment, you know, like, <laughs> Come on now. like Come on now. she created something that like people followed. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting to see her kind of go like in the complete, opposite for this one like with the 80s like it's all it's very 80s like it's very extreme mm-hmm. um which is the trend but, right now but it is a trend but so charlie like there are things like little twists on the production where it yeah. it isn't at all like derivative of anything else it feels really fresh 
Like, yeah. I thought from start to finish, there was such range right. in the journey of the album. I think the title song, Crash, is, like, one of the most perfect, like, beginning tracks on an album to set the scene. Yes. It, it's <laughs> so good. Like, I, I just... So there are really, really, really masterful things about this album. So I am glad that we reviewed it, because now I feel like I do have a very different perspective of Charlie... And I still have that hope that I'll get it, like, for the past stuff someday. I still hold out hope. You'll get it. I think you'll get it. So is this uh, certified pop then? Absolutely. I actually did buy the vinyl after my third listen. Look at that. Yes. Pretty nice. And not all bops get a vinyl buy from me. Not all of them do. Not all of them. Not all of them. It's top tier. Should we go into top pop? Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I'm so curious to know what people think. I mean, I have a lot, but I'll try and <laughs> narrow it down for you all. Grant, how about this? How about this? Yeah. How about we go first and you go at the end? And then if, 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 if ours are in your your top bops, you can be like, oh, that was one of them. But like but at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then if it, you can kind of like. Yeah. Just pick, take it away. Take I'll it away. Take it away. Aaron, you first. All right. So, um. I think that the song that did the most for me and like is kind of uh, just <laughs> I am on You're the really edge of my seat right now. This. Oh my god, spit it out! It 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 did it, it. It's a single. Okay. 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 Narrowed it down. Yeah. Okay. It is. Um, <laughs> I think I know what it is. It's baby. Oh. Okay. Not what I thought. Okay, let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. We'll be right back. This is my seventh range song on the album. <laughs> Love it though. I mean, there's only two I don't like. Are we on? Mmm, <laughs> baby. Baby. I mean, you cannot tell me that she didn't originally write this song for Allie Main and she turned it down. Oh, Allie. For sure, turned it down. Absolutely. <laughs> I think. I think the Allie, Allie is back on to, to doing ballads and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason why this is my top bop is because one, I think it accomplishes what Slut Pop was trying to do in being just a smutty song about like let's have sure. sex everywhere. It mm. is the anthem of Che Diaz. <laughs> like, it is just like fuck you in the kitchen, you know, like. <laughs> oh, did you hear? Uh, by the way, just got renewed for season two. Yes, I did. Am I gonna be smoking up before every episode talking about how much I hate that show? Absolutely. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna enjoy it. I think I'm just gonna fully enjoy it. Yeah. Lean into the moment. Absolutely. But this song was just beginning to end so tightly wrapped mm-hmm. yeah. it um i feel like this is what you're referring to when you're like who is this white woman rapping on stage like to me <laughs> this is the most like quintessential charlie song on the mm. album like from her past like it's like the repetitive like i'm gonna fuck you up i'm gonna fuck it like over yeah. and over again like that is so her and mm. like yeah i love this song i mean it's definitely the energy of the album for but sure. but she did that with the with like great verses that tied into it of like the total theme of the song. It wasn't just Ugh. like re- repetitive yeah. lyrics. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that was like used as kind of the symbolism of like, th- this is the point where we're fucking 
Mm-hmm. Like kind of the back and forth. Uh, it da, 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 it da, is da, pretty. Oh, okay. You know, I'm I'm making, making, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. that's kind of where my head is at with like, like you're writing your thesis on this. <laughs> like, and Grant, that's into, why. We are dissecting. And that's why we have a podcast. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I'm going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out the door. NPR who? Simone, what about you? I was just going to say, I think I just had a realization where like, this is like, classic tight Charlie songwriting where like the songs that I have historically liked by Charlie fit that mold when you think about like boys where like the content is very simple but it does a lot with a little right and like 1999 it kind of captures an essence of a moment with like really minimal lyrics that kind of perfectly capture it and I think baby is like another example of that it's so good. Just so funny. And some funky production. It oh, is. It's def- It's one of the, yeah, Ooh. more funky. Yeah, the way it's the intro. Oh, yeah. yeah. So good. Oh, I think from the first time I listened to this song, I was like, oh, that's a, that's a top. This one. is what yeah. got me excited for the album. And yeah. then just every time it came on, because I also, I try and maybe listen to a song that comes out once or twice, but I try and save the rest mm. for when the album comes out. So right. I have a fresh... There's no, like, single standing out. This song fucking stood out on its own no matter mm-hmm. what. It did. I think did. this one, um, I love this song so much, but, like, listening to the whole album, like, front to back, I think this is the one where I'm like, oh, this should have been a single, like, just on its own, because it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, doesn't, you don't think it fits the album? It's kind of like a weird transition from, like, the song previous and after. What but comes before it? Remind me. Move me. Move me into baby, song. into lightning. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. it's surrounded by it my top two. Oh, wow. I, I might throw in. That's a teaser. <laughs> Little teaser. But it's, I mean, it's so good. I love it so much. Like when, she, yeah, when she released this as the single or one the of the singles. The final single, I think, right? Well, yeah. then she released one like the week of the album, um, mm. Every Rule. Every Rule. like the slow Every ballad. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was like the last like main single, which, oh, it was so good. I remember texting, um, Sam, my partner, Sam. Friend of the pod, Sam. Yeah. Friend of the pod. And he was like on the fence about it. I was like, no, it's so good. Like, I was stop. never I was on like, the fence it's so this good. Like, this is the this one. Song. I was like, this yeah. is the one. This Absolutely. is the one. Besides New Shapes, which is uh, so good. Anyway. I have to say, <laughs> I didn't really love New Shapes the first, uh, like when it was released as a single, but in the album, I'm like, I totally get it. it love it. Makes sense. Love it. I think it's the best transition on the album from Crash to New Shapes. Fair. So, Simone. Yeah. Top pop for you. Uh, okay. This was, um, it was between two, but I ultimately just went with my heart. And honestly, I I feel like this song was kind of written about me and my relationship, um, in like the best way possible in like a very hyperbolic fashion. Mm -hmm. Um, it's yuck. Well, let's listen to yuck. Let's listen. Yiggity yuck. I fuck with that. Uh, y- and did. I also did not get that rhyme scheme correct, but that's okay. You know, we're trying here. We're experimenting. I love the rhyme scheme in that, actually. It, that's like one part I you. do like. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about mine. Thank you. Thank you, Grant. Sure, that too. Yeah. 
Um, just from a, a production standpoint, I instantly vibed with this song. I was like, this is exactly my type of pop. It's like very like bouncy, fun. I love the vibe from start to finish. I also think the lyrics are really fucking clever. I love the, that like, you know, like humans don't make sense all the time when you're, sometimes when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, I wish they'd call me. And then they call you and it's like, why are you calling me? You know, you go this way, you go that way. And I'm like, I can relate to that a lot. (laughs) I will just say, I feel like Charlie did write this song for me a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I related to that a lot. But um, I just thought it was really fucking fun. It was, I love this song so much. Grant, what about you? <laughs> you want me to jump right in? Just go. <laughs> sure. What, Grant what was given, given some face uh, during I this song. I was given lots of face and lots of attitude during this one. <laughs> this, um, I don't hate it, but it is definitely my flop for the album. <gasps> like, if I had to pick one song where I was like, this just didn't do it for me. It's this one. Which, honestly, fascinating, considering our viewpoints on Charlie. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I feel like this was predictable. Uh, <laughs> which is... I, I love that. Because, like, this, to me, is... And especially after talking to, like, a lot of people about this album and this song, it's a love it or hate it. And um, yeah. I know, mm-hmm. like, a lot of, like, Charlie fans from the get-go, like... N- they like this song, and then there's a lot of people who don't as well. That's um, good to know. Yeah, it's. it's I'm a, glad it's not an all it's Charlie. A, it's, a, it's a love it or hate yes. it. Like my yeah. best friend from high school, huge Charlie fan. Um, he loves this song, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for me. It's like the one song on the album that I'm like, this isn't anything new or original. That's probably fair. like yeah. it to yeah. me. It reminds me of a Katy Perry song. Oh, no, Dua, don't like, say uh, that. Do a Lipa song or. Oh. Uh, or Doja Cat. Okay, a now lot of you gotta get out. A lot of people leave. are like, this is like Doja Cat. But like to me, it sounds exactly like This Is How We Do by Katy Perry. I don't even like that song. Well, uh, play them back to back and I mean, just <laughs> no. call it a night because... <laughs> I would, you know, Grant, I'm on a very similar page to you. You know, both of you. <laughs> just for the record, I never liked either of you. <laughs> One thing I do love about this, I love how it fits within the album. Like... Moving from song to song, I'm like, this is what I need right now. But then I get like 15 seconds in, and I'm like, this is be my one <laughs> skip on the album. My one skip. And I have a very different skip. Okay. Oh, I can't well, wait well, to we, hear. We're about. We're gonna go into that. Oh. We're gonna go into that. But yeah. first, yeah, yeah. Grant, how about sorry? This? I, I I hate to rain on your parade. That's Simon. okay. That's okay. And I I love that's, that you love it because that's what you. I love about mm-hmm. Charlie in general. Like people yeah. love different aspects of it, and we all. We need that. Yeah. We need the numbers. And you know, okay. and you know we what? We need the numbers. Yeah. All songs need to go charting. And, and you know what, Grant? On my end, having been a vet of the, the music podcasting industry, you have to have yes. a tough skin. Mm-hmm. You, you know? You're so right. <laughs> so, Grant, you mentioned before we get started that you had four top bops. You said you yeah. could get down to one, but I'd love to know what were the runners-up as you approach the... Yeah, give us give us the list. Number four. Number f- well, these top four are just in such like a or- tight order. It's Ugh. tough. Just give it's runners tough. up and then give the the top pop. Okay, okay my mm-hmm. runners up are mm-hmm. New Shapes. I mm-hmm. love New Shapes. Great. Two song. of my favorite artists are on that song. Mm-hmm. Charlie, mm-hmm. like oh, I yeah. have been obsessed with Christine and the Queens from day one. Like triple obsessed. C. If you ever get the chance to see her live, do it. So good. Best dancing, best singing ever. Um. 
Caroline Polachek, her verse on that, oh my god, just shooting so in the face. It's so, so good. good. So good. It's mm. so good. She is okay. good live, too, by the way. So good. I bet. Live. Her yeah. voice is I would incredible. love to see her live. Yeah. Like, every, all the weird sounds on her album, like, it's she exactly she how she it sounds that. live. Cool. Like, mm-hmm. you would never know any difference. I love that. New Shapes, love it. Love both, all the, everyone on that song, love it. Um... Constant repeat, so good. Oh my god, that was a slow burn for me. I didn't love it at first, and yeah. the more I listened to it, I was like, okay, I get this. Same with move for me, move me yeah. or move me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which also in also? my top four. It's just awesome. segueing right in. Yeah, oh, that is. Oh, oh you're getting also excited. in my top four. Oh. Yes, move me. It's so good, like lyrically and vocally. Like I was not expecting vocally from Charlie, like what mm-hmm. she gave me and move me. Yeah. So good. And it's like, to me, it's like a more thought out, like realized version of good ones, which I love good ones, but they have like a very similar message. Um, You know, it's about like not accepting or not like wanting what's best for you in a Uh way. Like, Mm -hmm. or like what you think, what you know deep down, it's like, you're going to go against it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But um, also just quick, quick caveat. Charlie's top bops on the album. Can I give those? Yeah, she has two faves, and yeah. one of her faves constant, is my fave. Wasn't constant repeat one of them? Yes, yes. So constant repeat is one of, or at least that's what she tweeted is like one of her faves, and then her other fave is my top bop. You're so alike. Which so alike. is I know. Which <laughs> is lightning. Okay. Well, let's give lightning a listen really quick. All right. <sighs> That was lightning. So good. So it, good. It's so fucking good. You hit me down. Like, like literally, like, it starts so great and continues to go so great. And then it gets wild. It gets crazy. Wacky. Yes. Uh, but, like, the, the, like, main part of it where it's, like, heartbreak already hit me once. They say that it won't happen twice. And then it just smacks. What a metaphor, by the way. To lightning. It's so you good. You can't get struck in lightning. Same spot twice. It's so it's, it's, it's very like, rare. But I also go like I don't know if that's true about relationships. Like you can have many oh, heartbreaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it is. Like, but it makes it. for a really great. But she's very hopeful. <laughs> she's hopeful yeah. it won't happen twice. Yeah, I'm hopeful for you too, yeah. Charlie. I'm really mm-hmm. am. I am. Yeah. yeah. I liked the song. This is a good song. I thought that like if you put this song on like a really fucking good sound system. Out of all the songs in the album, it's probably going to be like the biggest slapper. You yeah. know what I mean? I think the hard part for me is this: this would not go on any sort of playlist because mm. of the second like part of it. It does get wacky later. It on. gets wacky. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's it's hard to like it's unless it's a Charlie exclusive playlist or mm. like a Ble- Blessed Madonna remix or something. <laughs> shout out, shout Blessed out if you're Madonna. listening. <laughs> Fan of Pod. <laughs> love the song but the wackadoo moment at the end probably is the reason why mm. I strayed away from it but it's still a great song which is interesting because like when I think Charlie wackadoo it can go either direction and that was like good Charlie wackadoo good, for wa- me good, good yeah. wackadoo and it's for brief sure. like mm-hmm. it you is. know it's it kind of nice because it's like after hearing the first two minutes and 30 seconds of that song, like you would never expect like a weird like stringed instrument to come in like right. it's so 180 degrees opposite of what had just happened and mm-hmm. that's why i'm like what yeah yeah i feel yeah. that at first i was like 
no. But you know, like <laughs> after hearing it over and over again, I'm like, it just makes sense. I uh, this is what I needed. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I, I think this is a bop for sure. But now we're on to biggest flops. Okay, well, which we already know. Grant, we already know. Oh, okay, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> flopped me. Yeah, I didn't like yuck. Sorry. That's okay. okay. I, what literally when I heard yuck for the first time, I was like. Yuck. <laughs> where, where, where Yuck was like randomly the first song I heard when the album was released. Like, I don't know if I hit shuffle or what happened, but I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for this album. <laughs> and, it went, and it went downhill from there for you. <laughs> it only could have oh got better gosh. for me. Okay, <laughs> I have to just give my biggest flop because I was so looking forward to this song. I love the song that it sampled and it really ended up letting me down. The song is Beg For You. Mm, Agree. Yeah. That is my basically tied for number two. Yuck. Yeah, it's yeah. not hundred percent. It's I don't I, mind it actually. I, I do not okay. mind it as a song, but mm. I completely respect yeah. that it it's on the negative side. What was it sampling? Um, uh, "Cry for You" by September. Do you remember that iconic Bob? No. If you heard it, I guarantee you'd know it. And the I seen second I heard "Back for You," I was like, "This is a song already." Yeah. This the, is a song the, literally the second I heard it. And it, it it's funny because the song by September is like, I think if people our age look back now, they're like, oh my God, I really fucking love that song. Like, Aaron, I promise you, you've heard this song. Probably, yeah. And I had like really, really good memories of that song. Like, it was just a good time in life. I love the song. And so to hear it like turned into this, I was really, fu- and I love Rena. I love That's Rena. what killed it for me. It's yes. like yes. a Charlie and Rena. That's a dream collab. collab. Like, mm-hmm. that should have been the most batshit crazy song yes, we on made this. the planet. It should have been the Ugh. best craziest song on the album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it was God. just like, a, in, in that way, it was a letdown for me. And yeah. that's why it was a flop for I was me. disappointed. It's, it is, unfortunately, my only skip on the album. Yeah, I agree. I skip it now. Listening, after hearing it so much, like, as a single, like, when, yeah. the, when I'm playing the album through, I kind of skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Tune out a little bit. I have other business to get to, you know. I'll say... For me. Yeah, what was yours? I will say that I think you both said that you liked the song. Okay. So, don't feel great about that. (laughs) But I would say that like... We'll just yell at you. (laughs) It didn't get me started in the right way. No. No, don't say it. (laughs) I have a sinking suspicion. I'm going to cover the microphone. (laughs) Crash. <gasps> what? Yeah. Okay, Stop Aaron. It. We gotta this, talk about this. I can dissect this, this down. Crash is like, down. to me, it's... Okay, tell it's, us why you don't like it. So I can appreciate a little experimental wackadoo Charlie like we got with The End of Lightning. Mm-hmm. I think Crash is just... It's the experimental, and it's a fun... It's, it's, it's the right way to start the Charlie album, and it's a great kind of... I think it's... Truly, who Charlie is like encapsulated, mm-hmm. but in terms of the songs I like by Charlie, yeah, it isn't in the vein of the songs that I like by Charlie. Okay, and so from that, it just is very auto tune. It's very um, kind of jarring. Well, that is Charlie. Charlie is auto tune. Yeah. If you look up auto tune in a do- uh, dictionary, <laughs> oh, you're gonna see her face. She there was there was a fucking episode <laughs> of like this one like documentary that was about auto tune, and she was like one of the main people they talked to. She's Absolutely. like, hi, can I volunteer? The whole interview is done on auto tune. Yeah. But it was it was um, it just isn't my type of Charlie. Mm-hmm. 
the good news was is that there was enough singles going into the album that showed me that this album was going to be kind of a, a slew of different things. And from that, it did it doesn't damper the album, and it mm. also I'm I'm very okay with it leading the album. But yeah. it is it's it's always like, well, I can't wait to get to the better songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, like yeah, I think yeah. that's just kind of yeah. It's the anticipation for you. It's the anticipation, <laughs> no. and it, 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 it's setting the scene. It very much sets the scene. It does set the scene. Um, I think it perfectly sets the scene. It, oh, yeah. it's it does, so but as like a, a song by itself, I could be fine without it. Abs- I agree with that. Like, I would, I would never really? be like, I need to just go specifically lish- l- listen, me, to listen to Crash. Really? Yeah. No. I, I love it. I mean, it oh is like God, in my I'm... top 50% of all the songs on the album. <laughs> I honestly, well, what a, what a, let's see I honestly think it's my number three. It like, ranks I love this song. Six for me. Okay. Which is good. Like five if, or six. If I mean I, they're all ties at this point. If I had to get my top four, I would say yuck. Good ones. Crash. And then maybe lightning. Yeah. No baby. Wow. Baby is probably That's number good. five. It's up there. It's I up love there. Baby. But Grant, give me your thoughts on Crash. Crash? Oh, I can dissect this. Um yeah. I am obsessed with it. I think it's the perfect start to this album. I think it's like quintessential Charlie start song as well. Like Mm -hmm. looking back at like how I'm feeling now with um, Pink Diamond, like that insane like start, like hyper, hyper like energy to that album. And then like the Charlie album with Next Level Charlie, it's like she has like a rhythm of how she starts these albums. And it's literally, the it's so good. Which by the way, I usually hate. Okay. An opener Charlie song. Like, there is something where it's like, it feels a little unchained. And I'm like, oh, it's yeah, always like kind of on it. its own, like yeah. in its own realm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one, she wrote after she wrote the whole album. She, Makes sense. She did this after and, like, she came up with the name. Probably. <laughs> maybe. Probably. Honest, probably. Maybe. I mean, it worked. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. Um, she yeah, wrapped so it up in a like day. When they were like, like oh, in school where they're like write your paper and then write your intro paragraph yes. afterwards this yeah. is what she did with that she smart she saw the album and then wrote this song mm-hmm. and did this song which yeah i think it's just perfect i love yeah. the 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 line in this where it's like i'm about to crash into the water i mean it's the chorus like yeah. i'm about to crash into the water gonna take you with gonna me. take you with i'm me. high voltage self-destructive and it also legendary that's, that's exactly perfect. how that encompasses yeah. charlie to a T. Right. Like, 100%. like just kind of a mess a little bit, like self-destructive, like high energy, high voltage, but she's legendary. She always refers to herself as iconic, which I love. Mm-hmm. And you that's how you have it. to walk through life. You got to love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you can't to love me, yourself. when I heard that right there, I was like, this is it. Yeah. No, like I, that made that entire song for me. Cause I was like, this is Charlie. Yeah. For, for me, it's like, Crash is the kind of opening song that's like, okay, you're a master of what you do. Like, you get it. I don't know. There's just like, there's so much like depth there is to the song. There's a lot going on, but in a way that, as someone who's not really a Charlie fan, like before the album, makes sense to me. I and right. like I seek this song out as a single and listen to it apart from the album. I fucking love this song. I mean, I love it too. Yeah. <laughs> But it is so interesting. I guess I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, yes. No, I'm kidding. Aaron, remember <laughs> but you have, we love you. You have to have thick skin in this industry, baby. <laughs> I'm going to cry later. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. Okay, and then crash right into New Shapes. Oh, just <sighs> like put me in the ground. Yeah, new, oh. New, oh, New, new Shapes gets me in. Yeah, but the that's, transition, that's what I'm like. The transition okay. from that song to 
New Shapes is great. It's the best. So good. One of the best parts of the entire album so for me good. is like mm-hmm. going from that to mm-hmm. New Shapes. For Aaron too, because yeah, because it's over. over. <laughs> it's over. We're now onto the album that I like, but it, it sets the scene very perfectly, and totally. I appreciate that. Totally. One thing I wanted to talk about before we close off shop here is one mm-hmm. of the things that Charlie also mentioned in um, her Zane Lowe interview was that um, she was like, outside of pretty much the party culture that comes along with being a musician, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like I have, I'm no... so glad you brought this up because she's basically like, I've been doing music since I was 16. It's all I do. I don't really have hobbies. And like, as a result, like, I've lost friendships and stuff, and I'm just like, fuck. That sounds really lonely. And, like, I mean, I'm assuming relationships. Yeah, how do you date? I feel like a lot of the songs on this album, so, like, where, hold on, let me pull up. Let let me take my, let me refer to my I feel like it's like a breakup album in in itself, but then, like, so she also was, like, writing an album fully dedicated or an homage i guess to janet jackson and that's that's what this album is like she was doing an album titled janet it was supposed to come out december of last year and Mm -hmm. that didn't happen and like you can tell like i mean this this whole album's 80s like these are all the songs that were going to be on it maybe yeah in a way you know we might have tweaked them here and there but like also she broke up with her boyfriend of like seven eight years yeah huck so like Huckleberry I feel fan. Huckleberry fan. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of this is like a breakup album too, but like also she just tried to like put it all in one, but it kind of worked. Oh, it, to- it, it, it worked. It's not just a breakup album, like in relationship wise. It also is a breakup album of to her, to like, her label yeah, and to like, just like this phase of her life. And also she was mentioning that she was like, I don't usually after an album, I feel like immediately inspired and I want to like keep going to the next thing. She's, kind of in a creative drought now mm-hmm. a little bit. And I, I think what I wanted to kind of chat a little bit about was like with that idea of what are my hobbies or like, what do I like? I, I'm currently like chatting with a guy right now and <laughs> mm-hmm. I ask him like, so what do you, like, what do you do what? outside of work? And yeah. he's like, Oh, I don't. Uh. So that might just mean he works. And I, well, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> Which like <is> never fun. <laughs> well, I think it, it kind of puts in perspective too of just, um, I don't know, because I, I kind of go, I go out pretty much every weekend. Yeah. Like that is my like. So you like to go out? My weekend. Charlie plans. loves to party. She, she loves like to party. Her number one hobby. But she'll, she'll tell anyone. Like, yeah, what do you right. like to do? I like to party. Right, yeah. and I, you see that all throughout. Like all of her songs are about partying. Oh yeah, yeah. but yeah. she's she's Not like, all, what but... am I going to do with my life? without partying and I'm like it's kind of that introspective thing of like puts it back on me too to go how long can I be doing this partying thing oh god well if you look at some gays (laughs) I got I got I got decades left but like how when is the when is the when is the moment to gracefully exit you know what I mean (laughs) <laughs> like is is it when like you're starting to have to approach people and they turn away really quickly? I think that's probably the moment. So now, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, honey. That's why you just let people approach you. Oh, they do. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm saying there's gonna be the moment where that might not happen. Well, where yeah. it's gonna have to it's, the tables will turn and I'll be like, oh God, I think I shouldn't be here. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Aaron, that'll away. that'll never be. That'll you. never happen. Never me. You have Never. a magnetizing energy. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, sometimes like magnets, they like <laughs> repel things too. 
they, that they stop the, that's the Charlie lyric magnetic force. Oh my kinda. god, next song. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Grant, uh, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you so much for taking mm-hmm. meticulous notes and, I mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> you're and, and gracing you're us welcome. with all things Charlie. Like, that's why, yeah. I've been looking forward to this album since it was announced and having you as a guest. Like, mm-hmm. thank I'm, you. Couldn't have thought of someone better to have on for this. So mm-hmm. just thank you so much. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. It was well, fun. I mean, I love talking about Charlie. <laughs> and we just have one more segment that we have to get to, and that's our single obsession of the week. Oh my gosh, I was right. Oh, wow. I know. That's why I so masterfully segue there. You did. Yeah. You very much did. Um, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, You're like, hold, please. <laughs> Actually, um, we're going to keep it going. <laughs> so I can start. Um, in anticipation of uh, the finally rescheduled Chromatica ball, I've been listening to Chromatica again. Um, Four months, five months for, too early still. That's fine. Um, <laughs> start I, now. If you, the remix album with Charlie? <laughs> Is that what you're listening to? <laughs> well, I mean that too. I mean, that Donna was Chromatica. Great. Yeah. That's on the really wall good. so I've been uh, you know and what they say if you stay ready you don't have to get ready so I'm staying right. ready you're right <laughs> that's why I'm on Viagra exactly <laughs> <laughs> I take it every four hours or, or Cialis is the one that's like like all the time yes yeah like, sure. like Viagra Viagra is the one where it's like if you have this for four more hours. than four hours mama get to a yeah, doctor you know. <laughs> but Cialis is like you'll be ready at all times is that how that works mm-hmm. oh I wouldn't I don't know Okay, I'll try it sometime. I tried it once time in Mexico. And? Back in PV. Oh, PV is the place to try it. Oh, I was horned up, Mama. I was horned <laughs> up. Would you recommend Cialis? In PV? Uh, it gave me a really bad headache, but like... Sometimes you just gotta power through. I powered through. <laughs> Good. Good and I you. powered through. Oh. oh. Okay, <laughs> yes. All right, Cialis. Thank you to our other sponsor. <laughs> With <laughs> um, my bros. <laughs> Bud Light. Bud Light and Cialis. <laughs> clink, clink. <laughs> Um, Were you a frat boy? Those two that, do uh, go hand in hand. Honestly, they <laughs> really do. Especially Bud Light Lime. Bud Light Lime. You gotta have that lime. That's right. Extra little kick, little flavor. No, that's a little too fruity. <laughs> you know. That's right. Okay. You know. And um, so I've been listening to A Thousand Doves a lot. That's I love a that good song. song. It's, it's a good song. I think it's a divisive though. I think some people love it. Some people hate it. It's on. It. It's on my <laughs> bottom three. I would say for sure. Oh, wow. Okay. Jesus. You and Joey Conkle, <laughs> haters. Ooh, well, haters. that's just how it goes. Yeah. Grant, what are you, what's your single obsession? I'm gonna guess it's gotta be Charlie related. Is it? I mean, Charlie given song? the week, it has to be <laughs> dedicated to this album. That's my cool. biggest obsession is, um, yeah, kind of just. It, well, it's for sure this album, but I'm also obsessed with. I'm gonna be seeing her this weekend first mm-hmm. show on the tour and I don't know what to think or anticipate and I'm obsessed with not knowing. Mm. So give us one song off any Charlie album other than this one that you're like earworm listening to it bam bam bam. I mean I think one of her best is song, song that like when it comes out of the concert you're like you're oh like, hell yeah. Oh okay oh yeah absolutely. Um, vroom vroom anytime it comes on in that crowd just wild. It's game over. Also Gone I am obsessed with Okay. And her fans, like, she goes off on that song. Mm-hmm. Grant, mm-hmm. you're going to need to follow up if she starts with Vroom Vroom and ends with Crash. 
That'd be hot. That'd be interesting. <laughs> That'd like, be an interesting what a What a kind of fun little package mm-hmm. yeah, that would be. Like the car, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so famously, Pitchfork has gone back and like re-reviewed some albums. Yes. Was Vroom Vroom one of them? Yes, Because I feel like they gave it a really bad score they the first time. murdered that thing the first time. And then they like are just bowing down now. Yeah. yeah. And didn't, they understand. And didn't Charlie tweet at them like, okay, great. <laughs> don't care. Like, I'm, like, I'm not doing this I feel yeah. like she responded in a very like okay way. Pitchfork loves Charlie, so and they were probably like, "Oh my god, we fucked up." <laughs> and so for like this album, they were very much like, "This is so great." Yeah, yeah. They yeah. usually are. I feel like which we need. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what their favorite Charlie album was, and it was either Pop Two or How I'm Feeling Sorry, but I don't yep. remember which one it was. Yeah, I feel, um, I feel like I Pop it, Two was like a best new music choice yeah and i think they did actually say like how i'm feeling now is like the most i think it's like the most critically acclaimed i think that's what they said critics just because it it was so unwarranted you know it's it was unique and like no one expected it right we said who she started this covid era yeah which we've talked about we've talked about (laughs) you've seen you heard you know (laughs) aaron how about you what's your single obsession baby Simon, I'm kind of in a similar vein as you, oh, okay. um, right. but the Gaga, one of my favorite artists, <laughs> uh, released a new music video today for a song that's been out for a while. Okay. And it's my, I think it's probably my number two, if not my number one on the album. Oh. And it is, um, secrets from a girl who's seen it all oh, from Lord. Okay. She decided yeah. to give us a music video for that. So she has, so she recorded um seven um music videos all like within the, the course of a month so oh. we're on this was video number five so there's still two left i must have missed the other three one of them was like it was like a really i think it's fallen fruit and it was like literally a minute I, and a half long yeah i don't love that one it would whatever but like secrets from a girl is like Aaron li- loves that song it's love, a good song I it is a such a fucking song. good song and then like the music video is her dancing with her other like eras like you see the oh there's fine yeah there's the um pure heroine kind of very look of lord as one of the people then one of the people is very like melodrama era Mm -hmm. and then there's one that's very clearly solar power era that's cool and it's kind of them talking to each other because the song is all about kind of like you'll get like talking to your old self and you'll get through it and like it got it's got me back on the bandwagon again. I am I so that. fucking excited. I'm gonna re-listen that. to Solar yeah. Power very soon. I feel like I always envisioned her singing that song to like her really really young self. Mm. Like I don't know why. That's just what I envisioned in my mind. Like elementary school, but that makes no <laughs> sense. Like yeah. you don't know anything when you're that young. Oh so <laughs> the fact that it's like reiterating or like referring to her past albums, I love that. I need it, to see this. Well, it, like you can literally take there are lyrics within the song that are just her. Um, referencing liability like you're crying and thinking that no one likes you like all these things and there's like there's parts that are about um, the first album like literally she just takes it and I think the song I've not actually noticed it because I'm not that not that in tune but she took the the um, melody of ribs and reversed it, and that's the melody song. of Secrets from a Girl. Song. God. I mean, best song. Best so, Lord song. Right? Wow. Literally just reversed it. It is. It is. It is. I said it. It's the best one. <laughs> but th- this is this to me. This is almost like the it's get it gets better song. You know what I mean? Because it's 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 you going to your past self, going like, 
all those shitty things you felt about yourself or the things you were going through, like, Mm -hmm. I promise it gets better. Like, those are small, like, drops in the bucket. Life's going to be great. Don't worry about it. And I... Single obsession, it's back. Love that. That's good. Oh, God. That officially ends things, guys. Mm -hmm. I hate to say goodbye, especially on a review like this. (laughs) Especially today. Especially. Here right now. (laughs) Grant, um... Where can people find you if, if you want them to find you? Yeah. Nowhere. No, I'm Nowhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Insta. A Charlie concert. Yeah, find me at the, yeah. your local Charlie concert. I'll yeah. be front row. <laughs> and do you want people to find you on Insta? They can, if yeah. they want. If they want, yeah. What's your Insta? You have a fun Insta. It's, very... it's a weird Insta. I'm trying to, like, change vibes right It's very, now, like, so. stylized <laughs> and cool. I like it. It's fine. very curated, so if you're not into that, don't get, don't get at but that. But not, like, <laughs> not, like... You said goodbye to the rose. I oh. did, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're really hyping this up. It's <laughs> not that hype. Yeah. I'm trying to switch. I'm trying to be more relatable. Y'all, you, know? you will find um, Grant's um, Instagram handle in the description of right. the episode. Description. Check it's it, people. It's Grant Newsom IV. That's oh. my name. There you go. There you go. There, you go. there it is. Go see Charlie Live. Yep. In a city near you? Street team. You know, I will go to um, the next time she's here. Too well, much. I can't. No, she's... Oh, I'm out of town. Damn it. What am I going to do? New city? <sighs> Travel? I'll make a trip. Do it. Aaron, um, where can we find you, baby? You can find me at the Aaron on all socials and on Venmo, everywhere else. Uh, Venmo. Absolutely. Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Today we um, are. <laughs> <laughs> it's still Grand News from IV. <laughs> and the Cash app. That's right. Cash. We love Cash. <laughs> but yeah, you'll see it's a weird spelling, so just look on the yeah. the podcast description. Yeah. What about you, Simon? You can find me at the realist Simon. Uh, if you want to file file <laughs> file a claim. if you want to file that <laughs> file a claim and talk to my lawyer, baby. Uh, if you want to follow my uh, random Spotify playlist, that just throw whatever I'm feeling on there. It's I love this playlist, and uh, our podcast Instagram at Pod. And if you're on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever, give us a review. Give us that five stars. Five stars. It's going to help us be found. Yeah. Can't yeah. leave a review on Spotify, but you can five star it. You can five star now. That's right. So, better mm-hmm. five star. All right. Yeah. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.